we are talking about a fundamental restructuring of our economic, political, and social systems. You know, half the wealth in this, in this country, or, you know, more than half the wealth in the world. And that is not an expression of sharing. That's actually an expression of our, uh, of the, the spiritual sickness that humanity is suffering from today. Maitreya and the masters will illuminate the way to implementing the principle of sharing on a global scale without creating a new religion or creating a new organization. And that is a foretaste of this episode of the Planetary Makeover Show. In response to the heartfelt voices of an awakening humanity, we have evidence that divine help is at hand to work with us to create a hopeful future. Hello everyone, it's your host David Minot, who is playing a dual role today, both host and guest. Six years ago, I was interviewed by podcaster and student of the Ageless Wisdom Teaching, Silito Pascual, on the show that we worked on, entitled Share on the Air Radio. There are many things we discussed, and a few of them I'd like to talk about a little bit more in depth, because I don't think I gave enough information the first time around. One of those is the principle of overshadowing. We talk about in this show how Maitreya, the world teacher, overshadowed his student, his disciple, Jesus, 2,000 years ago. Now, m many people today, Christians in particular, view Jesus as the Christ and haven't even heard of Maitreya. But in the Ageless Wisdom teaching, it's Maitreya who was in the role of the Christ and Jesus was his student or disciple. From the hierarchy's perspective, the Christ is an office, it's a title, it's a position, not so much a name or a person. And when this occurs, when a master of wisdom overshadows a student or a disciple, this is done on the mental and spiritual planes not on the astral plane, as occurs in what we often hear about today, which is called channeling. Since the information in most channeling originates from the astral plane, it is subject to distortion and misinformation. To borrow a phrase from my father, the astral plane is often a, quote, garden of misinformation, unquote. But in overshadowing, that problem is eliminated. And the information is true, simple, and to the point. Also mentioned in this show, connected to that very subject, is the move from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. We hold that Jesus inaugurated 
the age of Pisces over 2,000 years ago. And as you probably know, Pisces is symbolized by the fish, the two fish swimming in opposite directions. And thus, Jesus was known as a fisher of men. Many Christians have that image of the fish in the form of a bumper sticker on their car, perhaps not fully realizing that they have an astrological symbol pasted on their vehicle. Now, what does this mean, one age to the other? Well, in the age of Pisces, humanity learned about and developed individuality, devotion, and idealism. And now, 2,000 years later, having fully integrated those concepts, we're coming into the age of Aquarius. What this all means is that the planet is oriented towards each of the constellations in turn for approximately 2,000 years each. And now, as we're coming into alignment with the constellation of Aquarius, those lessons that humanity is learning are changing to things like synthesis, brotherhood, trust, sharing, and love. And you can see that influence today all around the world with the energies of Pisces going out and the energies of Aquarius coming in. There are a record number of protests and all manner of progressive movements throughout the world. This includes the rising role of the youth Look at all the young people involved in all of these demonstrations and new movements. And the lights of Aquarius, so to speak, illuminating all the corruption and the competition, exposing it all for the world to see for what it really is. And not only that, but it's shining the light into our own psyche, into our own minds, and illuminating all the dark corners things that we have been in denial about or have hidden from ourselves or have not healed. Now it's the time for openness, truth, justice, and healing. And in alignment with that is the central principle of sharing. Now, this we went into in the broadcast, but I'd like to mention a little bit more about it. It's one of the central thrusts of the Masters of Wisdoms and of Maitreya's teachings today. He says, sharing is divine. And when you share, you recognize God in your brethren. Now people are wondering, how could this possibly be in the world such as it is today? In such chaos, in upheaval, and so much suffering and greed and competition, as we mentioned. Well, Maitreya has full faith in humanity. He has said before, my heart tells me your answer and is glad. Meaning, his own intuition has told him that humanity will respond properly. And that must be some relief to him. And so, 
what form would the sharing take? Well, one thing that has been suggested is that it would be helped along, it would be augmented, it would be helped managed by a department within the United Nations. And everyone, if they chose to become involved, would do so voluntarily. All the countries of the world would take into account and would document everything they have in excess and then share that voluntarily with countries around the world who need those goods. And this would happen throughout the world. Welcome to our listeners around the world, especially those of you listening in the, in the future, ahead of today. We present thought-provoking views behind the news as it relates to an extraordinary event unfolding in the world this very minute as we speak. And we describe this event from different angles on every show. And today we will be sharing the top 10 mind-blowing facts about the emergence of Maitreya the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. We'll explain what that means. My name is Cielito Pasquale, podcasting from Seattle. I have been paying close attention to this story for nearly 29 years. And uh, with me today, he is artist, activist, and student of the esoteric wisdom teachings who joined us a couple weeks ago talking about transmission meditation, David Minot II. Well, hello, Salito. It's great to be back with you here. I'm glad to have you back. We had some great feedback from our audience who enjoyed hearing you a couple weeks ago. And... Uh, uh, just love connecting with you. I used to live not far from you in, in uh, Brooklyn, New York. So uh, maybe our audience will hear the rumble of a train near <laughs> your, your loft. And uh, we have 10 mind-blowing facts about the emergence of Maitreya the Christ and the Masters. So, so today is uh, it's a little advanced. We will give some background information, but we're going to dive right in. David, are you ready? With... Counting down from mind-blowing fact number 10. What would that be? Number 10 is, the Christ isn't coming back. He never left. Mm. He never left. Okay, tell us about that. Now, we've got a little explaining to do here because um, we're using some interesting terms. Maitreya the Christ. Maitreya is a Buddhist term and Christ is uh, typically... Uh, a, a term understood by Christians. So um, let's let's uh, you start where you want to start, David. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's start since since you framed it uh, properly for me, Salito. Start with you know one of his most famous disciples, and that would be the person who we're celebrating today, Jesus, known pop- popularly as Jesus the Christ. And he was overshadowed by Maitreya. And so Maitreya had a presence there in that after Jesus' death on the cross, as we know there was the resurrection, and Maitreya was involved in that. I don't know how much you want us to get us into the weeds on that, Salito. 
Yeah, well, I know we just threw out some information that that's, um, uh, we talk about every week. I don't want to leave any newcomers uh, confused here. Basically, uh, the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom, Maitreya the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom, Jesus being one of those masters, uh, has never left planet Earth. They have guided us behind the scenes. And um, so suffice it to say, and we're going to kind of unfold more, peel back of more of the onion to, to share this story. Um, suffice it to say that humanity has never been alone. And great elder brothers of humanity have always guided us, um, typically from behind the scenes. So when we say, uh, when we say the Christ isn't coming back, that the Christ never left, um, that's very, that's literally, literally true. Where have, where, where have they been? David? Oh, you, you, you reminded me of something. Um, well, uh, first of all, I would say that Maitreya returned to his ancient retreat in the Himalayas at that time, but in in more in the in the modern area era when people are asking, well, where has he been? Benjamin Krem, we know, inspired Cher International, the artist and esoterist and author, who wrote several books. On All the- of our information on today's show is sourced from um, any one of Benjamin Krem's uh, eighteen books. That's correct. And in one of his lectures, he had said, when someone asked that question, Salito, that he had not been idle, that he'd been working behind the scenes, unknown to most of humanity, helping change the world subtly without interfering with our free will. And if you think of things like the end of apartheid in South Africa, the fall of the Berlin Wall, the dissolution of the Soviet Union without a shot being fired, those would be some examples of his influence. Mm-hmm. Some uh, very, very well-known historic events. And how, how can we prove that, David? Well, people like Nelson Mandela were involved and Mikhail Gorbachev. And they may have mentioned in an offhand, subtle sort of way that they did have some, some assistance. They may not have mentioned Maitreya by name. But oftentimes we find that that influence has been mentioned by Ben. Ben had claimed Benjamin it. Krem. Benjamin Krem, yes, Mr. thank you. Mr. Krem. Mr. Krem had, had told us this in several news releases over the years as these events unfold, unfolded. So, so we're saying, you're saying that, that world leaders have been influenced by Maitreya? Do, were they conscious of Maitreya? Do they know about Maitreya? Yes, we um, we contend, and of course Benjamin Krem contends that, and Share International does, that the world leaders are aware of Maitreya and the Masters, but I don't think Maitreya wants them to mention them by name just yet because they don't want to be identified with any particular group because they're here for the people. Hmm. Well, okay. So lots of interesting things. I like how you anchored that in what's happening in the world today. So, so this is, this is really mind blowing that, uh, you know, there's an anticipation of, of a great teacher returning, you know, all the great religions anticipate the return of a great teacher, not just, uh, the Christ, the Jews anticipate the Messiah, 
Buddhists are awaiting the Maitreya Buddha. Hindus uh, await Krishna. Muslims uh, anticipate the return of the Imam Mahdi. And in point of fact, uh, this this great figure in in our in our understanding, of course, our audience is free to accept or reject um, what we're saying. We're not uh, espousing the truth. We're opening the door for people to investigate. Um, the all these names of great teachers are one and the same, uh, identifying one great great avatar, and that would be Maitreya, who I like to call the eldest brother of humanity. Yes, which would bring us to fact number nine. Fact so number nine. Yes. Humanity has called Maitreya, Maitreya and the Masters into the into world. The world. Yes. You know, Tell us more about that. This is <laughs> mind-blowing. Humanity, we have called these great teachers into emergence into the world. It is our doing. They're not just coming out of nowhere saying, hey, guys, get it together. Um, at every period of history, when the need was greatest, when humanity needed stimulus, a teacher of of extraordinary wisdom uh, has stepped forward to show us the way and that time is now that time is happening now in the past we've known uh, these teachers by various names uh, Hercules, Hermes, Mithra, Rama, Vyasa, Krishna, Buddha and of course the Christ um, Throughout millennia, teachers have stepped forward to assist us. And so this is not an unusual event. This is a cyclic event. But what is unique is the scale on which these teachers are emerging and are here to inspire and influence us. So uh, back to our extraordinary, mind-blowing fact number nine, the fact that humanity has called Maitreya and the Masters into the world, specifically during World War I and World War II. Uh, the despair, the anguish that humanity felt collectively was heard by Maitreya and the Masters. And that itself prompted uh, these great elder brothers to emerge much sooner than was planned of wisdom. Typically on the show, David, I don't think we've ever actually said Maitreya the Christ. I think in every show prior to this, we say Maitreya the world teacher. And um, when I first heard this information, I heard it as Maitreya the Christ. I asked you if you didn't mind <laughs> using yes. that term. And you said, hey, why not? Which, it's the truth. It's, it really is what this event is, and, and um, I like to call it what it is. Um, I know different uh, colleagues of mine speaking around the world. Some of us say world teachers. Some of us say the Christ. Um, I grew up Catholic, so I, I'm comfortable with it. Me too. And, yes, yes. Did you grow up Catholic? I did indeed. Oh, you did? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know... If our, if for our, for our uh, listeners who grew up Catholic, um, I, I found an interesting tidbit of information in, in the reappearance of the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. That's the title of the book, Benjamin Cram's first book, C-R-E-M-E. And you can find out about all those books by visiting share, S-H-A-R-E hyphen international dot O-R-G. In fact, that website is just packed 
with fascinating information. We're just talking about a sliver of it today. So visit that website, share-international.org. If you get a, get a hold of a few books, The Re- Reappearance of the Christ and The Masters of Wisdom has some interesting details on um, uh, the, the churches as, as anchors of energy in the world, actual uh, potent planetary energy. But that's another story. So let's move on to fact number eight. Top 10 mind-blowing facts. What's fact number eight, David? Fact number eight, Salido, is humanity is ready to receive Maitreya and the masters and their message of sharing, believe it or not. Really? Yep. And what we're saying, and which I know you already mentioned, is that the reason Maitreya is here today is because of the invocative cry of humanity Mm -hmm. for his help, knowingly or not. Mm. Those cries that go up didn't go up to him by name, but they went up to, you know, the Lord that we all serve. and In the form of prayer, largely. That's mm-hmm. right. For, um, mm-hmm. The form of prayer, yes, and invocation, I guess that's something we'll get into another time, another form of prayer. And it's their job to answer this sort of call. And so inwardly, mentally, and emotionally, Humanity, believe it or not, has demonstrated a readiness for this. We've developed to the point where Maitreya can emerge without infringing on our free will, which is sacrosanct, and can help us birth a new world based on sharing and justice. And as he put it in one of his messages, Salito, many, many will see me soon and know me not. Many will see me soon and recognize me they are my people be you one of them Mm. so um i uh, you said something that caught my ear um well here's the question when i look around especially when i see what's uh being broadcast by the media it seems like uh we're the furthest from being ready for sharing um why 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 is it humanity is actually ready despite appearances? Despite all signs to the contrary, yeah. yes. It's because Maitreya Salido is looking at us um not just on a dense physical level, but um as as light beings. He's looking into our hearts and our minds and he can see the potentiality that sometimes even we ourselves cannot see. Mm. And and you know because we're celebrating Easter today, and as esoteric students of the esoteric wisdom teachings, uh, what we celebrate most is the resurrection. Um, the crucifixion symbolizes the the sacrifice um, that the uh, the great teacher Jesus made, but also the resurrection is the uh, symbolism of rebirth. And so, just to to pause here. Um, from from the our our, our uh, commentary on on modern day <laughs> emergences of avatars. Let's go back to what happened when the uh, when Jesus was in the world, when the Christ was working through Jesus, as you said, overshadowing Jesus. Um, in that time, um, the 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 teaching of love jesus brought into the world the teaching of love and that 
Even though the love principle is not manifesting on a large scale today, in the past 2,000 years it has uh, manifested through the spread of knowledge and an enlightenment mm. um, uh, in the culminating of um, our, our today's modern scientific awareness. That's an expression of love and knowledge. Um, the term goodwill, we're, we're familiar with the term goodwill. That has flowered through many great um, organizations in the world. So there were many things that could not have come about without uh, Jesus introducing them uh, 2,000 years ago uh, during his time, during the time that he was overshadowed by Maitreya. Uh, and, yes. And, and that's what it would be a great... Um, segue and introduction into fact number seven. Thank you. Lovely segue, David. Fact number, mind-blowing fact number seven. There, there yes. is a great plan for humanity that Maitreya and the masters know and serve. Now, you know, when we think of, for instance, I remember in my childhood... <laughs> Some years ago, and maybe you'll remember from your childhood, there was a movie called Oh God. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. yes. Uh, our American audiences might remember that. Um, maybe George some Burns. George Burns starred and John as Denver. and John Denver. <laughs> George Burns starred as God, and I loved that as a child because here's this old guy who comes out of nowhere with a cigar, and that's God, right? And he appears to John Denver. At the time, who was this uh, uh, pop country singer, you know, very beloved in the 70s. So he, he had an acting job in this movie, and he played a, a, a grocery store manager or something like that. So, you know, our, our very simplified notion of, of, of what, you know, uh, an angel or a teacher or Jesus or God appearing um, – is not the same as the reality. The reality is pretty extraordinary. And um, when we think of the return of, a, uh, you know, the second coming, we think of, hey, there's this person who's really wise. But the reality is today, at this time, um, as we are uh, uh, moving into the age of Aquarius, with the emergence of the teacher for the age of Aquarius, um, it's not just one person. It is, it's not just Maitreya. He brings to him a master, the masters of wisdom, and they are all in service to humanity. That's why they're here. And there is actually a great plan of evolution that they are able to perceive, to understand, and they work with what are known as advanced initiates and disciples in the world, these could be the great thinkers in science, great thinkers in education, great thinkers in the arts, in politics, uh, great financiers who are influenced by Maitreya and the masters along the lines of uh, the principle of sharing and goodwill. And um, as we evolve on the path of, of evolution, we come to a greater understanding of the great plan. At this level, 
uh, all we need to know is let's implement the, the, the plan of sharing in the world and end all hunger and restore the environment um, and provide every man, woman, and child with, with shelter and health care and education. Those are the priorities of Maitreya. Um, those are, as much as we can fathom, of the great plan. Just the abolition of hunger from the world would transform this planet uh, tremendously overnight. At a stroke, you're so you're so right, Salito. At a stroke, not not you know it'll take some effort, of course. But as yeah. you said, in fact number where was our fact? Oh, um, oh, fact number eight: humanity is ready to receive Maitreya and the masters and their message of sharing. We are ready to end hunger. So. Uh, seven was all about implementing that. Implementing that, yes. So we have Maitreya and, and the Masters not telling us what to do, but illuminating the way so that we begin to rebuild the world. Um, so why don't we go on to uh, fact number six? Fact number six. Maitreya and the Masters are here to establish the fact of the spiritual kingdom on Earth. Hmm. Well, there's a mouthful. Well, it means that uh, the Christ will show all of us that we can come to an awareness of the ways of God in our own way. And he'll show us the path to that, um, the scientific path, the path of initiation. And under the guidance and stimulus of the Christ and his disciples, um, we can know more about the nature of God and see it in one another, in our brethren, throughout the coming age. And large numbers of humanity will come to this realization as they never have in the entire history of the world. You know, David, I want to go back to fact number seven about the great plan for humanity. You know, I, I just want to emphasize what it, it will take for, for the transformation of this planet to implement the principle of sharing. And what we're talking about is not charity here and charity there. We are talking about a fundamental restructuring of our economic, political, and social systems. I don't have to explain to our audience. I think uh, our audience has heard the uh, term the 1% and the 99%, how the 1% controls you know, half the wealth in this in this country or, you know, more than half the wealth in the world. And that is not an expression of sharing. That's actually an expression of our, uh, of the, the spiritual sickness that humanity is suffering from today. And so this is a real, um, we're talking about a very, very, very deep, profound change and we are getting help to do that. So I, I wanted to emphasize that. And also in, in fact number six, when you talked about uh, Maitreya and the Masters are here to establish the fact of the spiritual kingdom on earth. I think also, if I may add, may I add to that a little bit? Certainly. Um, the way I hear that, uh, to add on to what you said, is that we will see very clearly... Our relationship, the human kingdom, our relationship to the animal kingdom, to the mineral kingdom, to the plant kingdom, we will see very clearly how our actions affect every kingdom on this planet. And 
we will learn uh, from the Maitreya and the Masters who are working among us today um, in the process of emergence. We will understand our relationship with the spiritual kingdom, which has always worked with the human kingdom for millennia. And today, uh, members of that spiritual kingdom are emerging into full public life to work directly with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and we know about as little about that as we do, although we think we, we have a knowledge, of our relationship to the natural world, which you mentioned, to, uh, to the plant kingdom, um, to the animal kingdom, how these affect us, whether we're vegetarian or meat-eating, um, how our actions, how man's disordered thoughts affect the weather, mm. and, 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 and on and on. We, there's so much that our action, the law of cause and effect, right? Yes. Uh, with every action, there's a reaction from how we use our thoughts all the way to how we speak our words, the actions we take in the world. It, all of that rebounds uh, for good or for less good, depending on how we, uh, how, how we uh, live and move in the world. And uh, that includes how we live and move collectively. So, uh, let's move on to the next fact, fact number five. Fact number five, Maitreya has a self-constructed body. What can you tell us about that, Salido? See, now this, people don't think about this part. You know, this is, this is mind-blowing. You know, back to my analogy with the, the George Burns in the movie, Oh God. You know, we don't think about well, what... What would it mean if a great avatar, a great teacher emerged into the world? Like what, you know, people say, oh, would, it, would, would that person be born into a regular body? Maitreya um, and the masters have mastered the physical plane life. They are able to, to construct their own bodies. They have, perf- they have mastered the physical plane life. Um, they are not subject to aging the way we are. Um, they are not subject to death the way we are. We are, you and I, David, one day we will not die <laughs> because we will be masters. And everyone listening is on the same path of evolution to becoming a master. Something um, to look forward to. Something to f- look forward to because with this, com- with, with the coming of Maitreya and the masters, they're here now. Um, we will learn that there is not, no reason to fear death. We will overcome our fear, our fear of death. Um, but in any case, Maitreya has, as you mentioned, has resided in the Himalayas for millennia upon millennia in a body of light. Eventually, when we become masters, every atom of our body will be an atom of light, um, our entire bodies will be light. And um, so, but the, here's the challenge for Maitreya. He's kind of, uh, what's the word? Yeah, re- going into re-entry. He has re-entered. He had to create a body that could withstand re-entry into the earth, <laughs> into the earth's atmosphere, so to speak. And you, to- you shared with me a detail I did not know that it, he, he spent seven years creating what's called a Maya Varupa. Or a body of light, a although body. he doesn't look like a light bulb. It he doesn't like- look like a light bulb. <laughs> but he actually had to put aside his body of light to don the Maya Varupa. The Maya Varupa is, is 
is, is a body that can function in our physical plane world, can um, um, uh, manifest the cosmic and planetary energies that are part of the work of the Christ to manifest for the nourishment of humanity. Um, we don't think about all the energies that the Christ is in charge of to help humanity to to uh, it's there's the energies of Pisces, um, there's the energy of love and the energy of will, the uh, energy of light, and um, it, the the potency is extraordinary. So Maitreya requires a special body. And we also don't think, Salito, about how tough it must be for him to operate here, to be exposed to our pollution and our mind, our thoughts and our emotions and our bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read in one of Alice A. Bailey's books, she, she's a predecessor to Benjamin Krim, and um, uh, she was the amanuensis of the master, Dwal Kool, who said that uh, when a master interacts with a human, it's mm -hmm. like walking into the bedroom of a of an unwashed person <laughs> goodness wow <laughs> that's just an aside but i i just yeah that's how yeah we we exist in a very um i'm going to use the word gross meaning dense uh, <laughs> arena but maybe it is a little gross i don't think the masters go Ooh, you know they understand what they're <laughs> they understand what they're getting into and they are happy to be of service. They are oriented towards service. Anyway, uh, so let's move on. Yes. Oh, one more thing. Maitreya cannot be assassinated because uh, uh, if you shot a bullet through the Maya Varupa, it would just pass straight through. Okay. That's right. So no more killing of the, the messengers. No. Stop. No. <laughs> the Christ will be, Maitreya the Christ will be us, be with us through the age of Aquarius, approximately 2,325 years. Next fact, number four. And the fact number four is, what is the purpose of the soul? What is the purpose of the soul? That's well, a question. What's the fact? Yes. What is the purpose of the soul? Well, we see it as simply this. The purpose of the soul is to serve. Benjamin Krem, the author of all the books we're referencing, esoterist, artist, has said that the purpose of the soul is service. That's all the soul knows. And that in descending into dense physical matter, in other words, when you're born, and he tells us, the masters tell us, Alice Bailey had told us, that when the child is born, that the incoming soul uh, works with the mother, and I'm sure other forces, to help create the infant. And that act, descending into physical matter, as the, you know, the threefold man on the dense physical plane, mental, emotional, physical, is a sacrifice for the soul because it can't operate at its optimum level when it's in dense physical matter. It can't express its pure divinity. That's Not right. Not can't, but it's, it's, it's harder to express 100% divinity in physical form. <gasps> yes, and you made a good connection there because... It's when we become perfected human beings that we can do that as a master, as Maitreya. Um, but we go through stages where we get closer and closer to that as we go through the initi initiations, which I think you've talked about in another show. Yes, and this um, uh, presupposes the understanding of reincarnation. As yes. you're talking about the soul coming into incarnation 
And um, so every time the soul, my soul, your soul, our listeners, each one of them has a soul. Every time it comes into car incarnation, it is sacrificed. And, and we know from the Age of Wisdom teaching that that's what the universe runs on, uh, service. And that sacrifice that you're pointing out the soul represents. And Jesus was uh, exemplified love and service and sacrifice um, in his lifetime, um, which is, you know, we, we can view his life from that standpoint. You know, we have a couple more facts here, uh, and we only have seconds in our, our, to our, before our final segment. Oh, so let's jump to fact number fact three. Fact number three, Maitreya My and the masters will illuminate the way to implementing the principle of sharing on a global scale without creating a new religion or creating a new organization. It sounds like we have everything we need. Yes. We don't need to create anything new. The Maitreya and the Masters are not here to create anything new. They are here simply to inspire us to remake what we have. Upcycle. Say, Salido, could you tell us a little bit more about fact number three before we go on to two? You know, um, people would wonder. People might assume like, oh, you know, uh, uh, Maitreya sounds like he's talking about sharing. Sounds like he's a communist or, you know, mm. whatever ist. Or, a and, uh, or this ist or that ist. Maitreya is here for all people, every human being. He is here to appeal to the goodwill and compassion in all people everywhere of whatever political party, um, religion, or if you are of no political persuasion or of no religion if you are breathing the free air of earth um, the message of goodwill compassion and sharing and the 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 saving of the planet um, ought to appeal to you what a so, beautiful message it's it's very universal and and when we, you know, some of our listeners may have already experienced Maitreya the Christ because for a time he was appearing to ordinary people all over the world. Uh, that's another episode. We can, we can, uh, another episode we can discuss that. Uh, but he's often appeared as a homeless person um, with a simple message. And um, I love the way it's so yeah. inclusive. No one gets left out, Salido. No one gets left out. And that's the potency of Maitreya the Christ's love. It's inclusive. You know, we worry that, um, that his message will be rejected. And uh, because many great leaders have been embraced and then rejected uh, throughout history for their message. And this is a message from Maitreya. Uh, this may be found, this might be on the share share-international.org site. There are many messages from Maitreya. This is from message number 65. He says, Therefore, my friends, have no fear that mankind will reject me. My plans are safe in your hands. And uh, I love, I love, I, that's such an expression of love and trust and um that's so key, love and trust in this message. The sharing that leads to the trust, that leads to the breaking down of barriers and everyone's needs getting met. 
that is the that is the formula. When we when we share, we build trust. Um, you know, just imagine your experience of uh, when someone gives you a gift that you weren't expecting. Oh, you thought of me. Thank you. You know, and like uh, a, family, a family where your what's given to you by your parents isn't based on the the profit margin that you bring to the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, boy! That would be we'd we'd have a different world if that's what it was about. Uh, we'd have a worse world than we have today. Um, but we have the Maitreya and the Masters with us, and um, they they know we are ready. As we said, in fact, uh, fact number eight, you said humanity is ready, despite uh, evidence around us and in the news. Um, we are ready for this message of sharing. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, and, I and love the next fact. And we're beginning to act like we're family. Um, yes. yes, let's go. Let's go on to the next one before um, before we run out of time. Speaking of inclusive, I love fact number two. Yes, one does not have to believe Maitreya is the Christ to support the principle of sharing on a global scale. No, you do not. You don't have to believe any of that. There's lots of people around the world doing the work of the masters in Maitreya that have no knowledge of this. And what is that work? Well, whether it be working for environmental restoration, for social justice and equality, for world peace, for universal health care, affordable education, quality food for all, housing for everyone, Mm -hmm. all of these are the priorities of the masters and so you don't have to believe any of this to support that so there is no doctrine no dogma no guilt no shame no belief system none of that associated with Maitreya and the masters because after all as you've said and emphasized on the show many times Salito they're not religious figures they're spiritual teachers mm-hmm. and everything you mentioned um, is about honoring the divinity of the human being. You give uh, good nourishing food to every human being. That's honoring their divinity. That's honoring their dignity. When every human being has safe shelter, that's honoring their divinity and their human dignity. Um, Access to education, health care, that's honoring the human being. That's honoring... uh, their divinity and uh and, and so, sharing is divine that's why sharing right? sharing is divine you know when did we learn sharing when we were three years old <laughs> yes. share your toys it's simple right now we don't share we compete and um we have the world that we have because we base our actions on competition so my, yeah and my train the masters are inviting us to create a world based on trust and sharing and inclusiveness and not not competition and greed. And, you know, when you mention all the people who are working for those uh, progressive ideals, they are responding to the energies of Maitreya and the Masters, whether they know about them or not. Yes. Because our... You're not, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Our world is saturated with energies, thanks to Maitreya and the Masters, cosmic and planetary energies, 
uh, nourishing humanity and prompting people to take action uh, in ways that will make this planet a, a, a humane, beautiful, divine place for all. So let's, we have five minutes and we are down to mind-blowing fact number one. And I also want to have time to talk about what people can do. Now yeah. that we've shared all this extraordinary information, that we have these elder brothers uh, and eventually elder sisters helping us all the way, what can we do as ordinary people? But let's go to mind-blowing fact number one. Mind-blowing fact about the emergence of Maitreya the Christ and the masters of wisdom. Go for this it. This is extraordinary. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> planet Earth is the only non-sacred planet in the solar system to have achieved a Christ. Wow. Now, what does it well, mean, exactly? well, yes, we just kind of, there's several layers of mind-blowingness in that fact. Um, it implies, it says, that other planets in the solar system can achieve and have achieved a Christ. And so you're saying there's other planets in the system that are sacred and, and we're actually not one of them. Well, planet Earth is not yet there. Planet Earth on its own path of evolution has not achieved the level where it can be one of the sacred planets. Uh, Venus is a sacred planet. Um, I think Neptune is. There's seven sacred planets in the solar system. Uh, planet Earth is not one of them, but we have achieved a Christ. And something and, else, too. What was it you were telling me before the show? What's that other figure that embodies wisdom? Oh, Buddha. <laughs> You're talking about the Buddha. <laughs> the reason, this, this is, stay with us, audience. I know some of you are hearing this for the first time. The reason we achieved, we, humanity, Earth humanity, achieved a Christ is because we had two extraordinary avatars. The Buddha, who uh, exemplifies, who embodies the, the wisdom aspect of God, and the Christ, Maitreya the Christ, who embodies the love aspect of God. Those two powerful, towering achievements um, have helped humanity in extraordinary ways that we can't even fathom and continue to. Um, and so this is a mind-blowing fact because I, I feel like we see so many bad things in the world. We have to know what we've achieved here um, as, as, as a collective of how many? Seven billion um, uh, individuals. Mm -hmm. And we are poised for ex an extraordinary, extraordinary transformation. It's underway now. Uh, we, can, we can be very, we can be emboldened by this fact. That, and Salido, uh, how can our, our listeners help accelerate this? How can they contribute to our uh, becoming more evolved? Becoming more evolved. Well, I would, I would put that in how, what can we do to make a difference in this emergence of Maitreya and the Masters? Is another way of saying that. How can we make a difference in transforming the planet? Well, to begin with, if you're if you've listened this far, then it must be interesting what you're hearing. <laughs> so please visit 
share-international.org to explore this story further. Oh my God, we're at the end of the show, David. Yes. Share this story. Share this podcast with your friends. Talk to your friends about it. You don't have to believe it a hundred percent. Go to transmissionmeditation.org. Find a transmission meditation group in your area and join that group. I host a group. Host a group Sunday nights here in Seattle. Um, there's so many ways to play a part. But David, thank you so much. For You're welcome. Thank you, Salito. Love your energy. Love your insights. And we'll hear more from you again. Join us again next Sunday. With that, we hope you enjoy today's episode, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Visit us on Facebook at hashtag Planetary Makeover. This show has been a production of PlanetaryMakeover.org. At our website, we have a link to our bi-weekly live show at 5 p.m. Mondays Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. At our website, we also have a link to our archives and a selection of our shows. For more background info, visit www.shareinternationalwest.org That's shareinternational-west.org for related books in DVDs and CDs by Benjamin Krem on the emergence of Maitreya, the world teacher, please go to share-ecart.com. That's share-ecart.com. We also invite you to watch another show that we really love entitled, What in the World is Happening? And that show, which you don't want to miss, is produced by Share International Canada. And it airs every second Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The link to check it out is share-international.ca or visit the Share International Canada Facebook page.